Today is the 17th of April, 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's easy to pick up as we go along. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. Before we start, don't forget, if you want to download the script, there is a download button in the show notes. Click that button and you'll get a PDF of the episode. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, then and we really would appreciate your support. There is a, a giving page that we, we use through Give, Send, Go. Again, the link is in the show notes. And if you want more information about me or the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. All the information is there. We always start each episode of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's not break the habit of a lifetime, shall we? Let's pray, shall we? This is a mystery beyond our comprehending, that you, Lord of the cosmos, have entered into our suffering. Today you weep your fierce sorrow for the brokenness of our world. Today you lament the victims of greed and hatred. Today you grieve for the damage we have inflicted upon your beautiful creation. Drawn to you who lived and died and was raised to new life by the power of God, we gather together our cries for your help. The cries of those who are ill, the cries of those who are helping them with resources inadequate to the task, the cries of loved ones grieving those who have died. We bring them to you, trusting that you are present with us and with them, trusting that your powerful mercy will keep both us and them, trusting that by your death, you have defeated death's power. Lord, we wait at the foot of your cross for strength and hope, for love and justice in our world, for your victory and healing power, for your life and your resurrection joy. Amen. 1 Corinthians 1.18 For the message about Christ's death on the cross is nonsense to those who are being lost. But for us who are being saved, it's God's power. I'll never forget the day I came to Christ, and the day I accepted him as my Lord and Savior. I was about 14, and actually I was a real handful as a teenager. I was in boarding school, and actually for me it was living hell. It really was hard for me. There were moments of joy in all of it, but the majority of the time I was, I was a really unhappy young man. And then one day, one of the older kids came to me and said, if I were to die today, where would I go? <laughs> to be honest, I didn't particularly care. But hey, he invited me to the school youth group, and it was a way out, and it kept me out of trouble. And, and one night, I was asked if I wanted to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And that night, everything changed. I met Jesus in such a wonderful, powerful way, and I actually started speaking in tongues. Overnight, my life was turned around. But not everybody was entirely enamored with what had happened to me. You know, the school was happy that I wasn't so much trouble anymore. But they were less than happy that I was taking every opportunity to tell everybody about Jesus. I even organized a session one evening after lights out, because the kids in my dormitory wanted to know what was happening to me. My family told me to grow out of it and to let it go, 
and some of the boys in my boarding school took real offence at my salvation experience. But it was here that I came to understand what Paul was writing about in our verse today. For me, the message of Christ's death was a revelation that he died for me. And it powered my experience of faith and still powers my experience of faith. For others, it was just something that I would outgrow. It was childhood nonsense. My question to you today is, is the message of Christ's death and resurrection power, or is it nonsense? Let us know some of your stories about Christ's power in your lives. We'd love to share them with you, and we'd love to share them with others. Because I think during these difficult times, we need that sharing experience. We need to know that the power of God is living and real. And as we are cooped up in our own little communities, whether at home or on our own, sometimes we lose sight of the fact that actually God is real and God is in control. Tell us your stories. We'd love to hear them. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, Jesus tells us that he's the gate. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Holy God, open our ears to the words you would have us hear. Open our hearts to the message that you would give us this morning. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. For the final time this week, our Bible readings are taken from the Good News Translation. And we're beginning with John 10. Jesus said, I am telling you the truth. 
The man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in some other way as a thief and a robber. The man who goes in through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. But when he brought them out, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him, because they know his voice. They will not follow someone else. Instead, they'll run away from such a person, because they do not know his voice. Jesus told them this parable, but they did not understand what he meant. So Jesus said again, I am telling you the truth. I am the gate for the sheep. All others who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Those who come in by me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come in order that you might have life, life in all its fullness. I am the good shepherd who is willing to die for the sheep. When the hired man who is not a shepherd and does not own the sheep sees a wolf coming, he leaves the sheep and runs away so that the wolf snatches the sheep and scatters them. The hired man runs away because he is only a hired man and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. As the Father knows me and I know the Father, in the same way I know my sheep and they know me, and I am willing to die for them. There are other sheep which belong to me which that are not in this sheep pen. I must bring them too. They will listen to my voice, and they will become one flock with one shepherd. The Father loves me because I am willing to give up my life, in order that I might receive it back again. No one takes my life away from me. I give it up of my own free will. I have the right to give it up, and I have the right to take it back. This is what my Father has commanded me to do. Again, there was division among the people because of these words. Many of them were saying, He has a demon. He is crazy. Why do you listen to him? But others were saying, A man with a demon could not talk like this. How could a demon give sight to blind people? It was winter, and the festival of the dedication of the temple was being celebrated in Jerusalem. Jesus was walking in Solomon's porch in the temple when the people gathered round him and asked, how long are you going to keep us in suspense? Tell us the plain truth. Are you the Messiah? Jesus answered, I have already told you, but you would not believe me. The deeds I do by my Father's authority speak on my behalf. But you will not believe, for you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never die. No one can snatch them away from me. What my Father has given me is greater than everything, and no one can snatch them away from my Father's care. The Father and I are one. Then the people again picked up stones to throw at him. Jesus said to them, I have done many good deeds in your presence which the Father gave me to do. For which one of these do you want to stone me? They answered, We do not want to stone you because of any good deeds, but because of your blasphemy. You are only a man, but you are trying to make yourself God. Jesus answered, it is written in your own law that God said, You are gods. We know that what the scripture says is true forever, and God called these people gods, the people to whom his message was given. As for me, the Father chose me and sent me into the world. How then can you say that I blaspheme, because I said that I am the Son of God? Do not believe me then, if I am not doing the things my Father wants me to do. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, you should at least believe my deeds, in order that you may know once and for all that the Father is in me, and that I am in the Father.
Once more they tried to seize Jesus, but he slipped out of their hands. Then Jesus went back again across the Jordan River to the place where John had been baptizing, and he stayed there. Many people came to him. John performed no miracles, they said, but everything he said about this man was true, and many people there believed in him. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, we're going to say our prayers for the day. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our voicemail service. They're all in the show notes. Click the links. They'll take you to wherever we need to go. We're continuing to pray for Ben and Rebecca today. And we've been asked again to pray for Arthur, who is back in hospital. So let's pray, shall we? Father, we think of Ben in prison in the Czech Republic. We ask that you would be his strength and his comfort, that you would be his hope. We pray for Rebecca, Lord, as she waits anxiously, knowing that she can't see him, that again you would provide her with peace. We ask, Lord, that even though they are a thousand miles apart, that their love would continue to grow. They would still be together, Lord. We also pray for Arthur, Lord, who is back in hospital. We ask, Lord, that the doctors would make the right decisions. And again, Lord, we're not beyond asking for a miracle. So, Father, like we're praying for Ben, I ask that you bring Arthur home to Nolene, that they would be together again. 
We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And our prayer for today is a COVID-19 prayer. Let's pray. Gracious God, champion of the universe, we so often fluff ourselves up. Aren't we the only creatures who compose masterpieces of music and art? Don't we govern ourselves, enrich ourselves, promote ourselves? Can't we dunk basketballs, bat baseballs, spike volleyballs? Aren't some of us masters of comic irony? Other creatures don't practice rocket science. We do. And yet, here we are, frightened by a thing so small it can't be seen under most microscopes. It's not even an animal or a plant, it's a virus, a mere parasite, dependent on our own living cells to replicate. And yet, it has shattered our schools, cancelled our flights, and emptied our churches. It has consumed the attention of our leading scientists, wrenched our politics out of shape, dominated our conversations and scared the daylights out of us. We don't want to get sick, Lord, and we don't want to die. We are afraid, O oh God. Afraid of a microorganism, afraid of each other. Great and quiet source of peace, quieten our fears. We are weary, uncertain, strung tight. Quiet our fears. We have no idea what the future will bring but we do know that you will be in our future to hold us there. We cannot quieten ourselves, O oh God. We cannot comfort ourselves. We cannot heal ourselves. We cannot help ourselves. All we can do is wash our hands and keep our distance. Our rocket science is no good to us for this threat. O oh God, great and quiet source of peace, quiet us, you anxious ones. And let us cling for comfort to your, to your suffering Son, Jesus. Gather us under his wings. Remind us that he suffers with us. But he's also the great physician. In him, let us not be afraid. Please, let us not be afraid. Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue Walking the Way. Walking the Way.